today was Daf Dalit. Today is Daf Hey, number five in Maseches Moed Katan, and we'll do a review of what we learned yesterday, and then get to today's Daf. We have in mind Rafur Shlema, Tehimi Basdvara, and all else who need Rafur Shlema. We'll wish also a Nesia Toiva, safe travels. All folks around here, right? Safe travels to Mati, who's going to Yisrael. He'll pray for all of us. Have us in mind. Amen. So that's a exciting. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start over here. Um, uh, we're talking about um, what you're allowed to do on a Shemitah year. So uh, we come up with Rav Nachman finally says that, you know what? The uh, we were bothered that why do you need and also you need a pasuk why would you need both and the explanation we said is is that the purpose of the um, the purpose of the halacha is to make a, a an allowance <laughs> okay the halacha is to make and have a seat okay okay um, is to make an allowance with these young saplings all the way until the, the Shemitah year that you're allowed to plow amongst the saplings to give them enough, give the roots enough water till they really take strong. But once they're older, so there's an Isser of plowing all the way up to the year of Shemitah. So, problem with that is, is that actually the Allah Moshe really would suffice for both because if it says this is allowed that implies that the older trees would not be allowed to plow all the way until so it really tells you both parts so the Gemara explains that uh, the Allah Moshe is going according to Rabbi Shmuel who says that the Pasuk is not talking about uh, plowing from Erev Shviz it's talking about we compare plowing to harvesting to tell you that just like plowing is typically not a mitzvah activity, so too the harvesting that we're referring to that's prohibited on Shemitah is only when it's not a mitzvah activity, but if it's a mitzvah, which means like harvesting for the carbon Omer, you are allowed to do that harvest even on a Shemitah year. So that's what Rabbi Yishma learns the Pasuk's first <coughs> to him. There's no Pasuk, so he needs that Lachalim Sinai. Okay. Comes along the um the 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 question again we're back on this question of Rabbi Gamliel how did he have the power to override a pre existing din from uh from Beisham and Beisel? Um and uh we say oh well, he actually darshaned it from the Pasuk. That's what uh Rabbi Yochanan says because he learns Xerishava it says Shabbos here, it says Shabbos by Bereshis, by Bereshis. 
and uh, they're learning one from another, just like by Shabbos Bereshis, the halacha is, is that uh, it's, uh, um, it's, it's only, only the Shabbos is Asr, Friday afternoon, right before Shabbos is Motor to do Malacha, Motzai Shabbos, right after Shabbos is Motor to Malacha, the same is true by Shemitah, before the year and after the year, it's all going to be allowed, it's the same thing. Problem with that is, Ravashi says, is that how can that be that um, that we have a halach l'moshu m'sinai saying that it's us or before, and you're telling me, oh, well, we have a gzeri shabbat to override a halach l'moshu m'sinai. Or, according to Rabbi Kiv, it's a pasuk, you're going to have a gzeri shabbat override a pasuk? It just doesn't make sense. So, um, so therefore, Ravashi says that Rabbi Gamliel and his bezdin were doing is that they hold like Rabbi Yishmael. That says that it is only halach l'moshu m'sinai, it's not from the pasuk. And once it's from Allah Mashmasinai, it's very interesting, but because the Allah Mashmasinai was written, was shared in a package together with Nisuch Amayim and Arava, which is Nisuch Amayim we know is only during the time of the Samigdash, that tells us that the din of the prohibition of before is limited to during the time of the Beis Hamikdash, not nowadays, and that is the bottom line on that piece. Okay, she took us to the next topic in the Mishnah, which is that we said you are allowed to water from a spring, but you're not allowed uh, if it's a type of field that needs irrigation, but not from rainwater or from mekilon, which is also basically water that you draw up from uh, a, cistern, you know, huh? a cistern, right? So, the question is, I understand the cistern, that's a big tircha, you kind of get, get. but rainwater, they used to be elevated, you just open it up on bottom and let, the, let it fill the field. It's pretty easy. Why? Do, what's the tircha with gathered rainwater? So, Rebbelah, they used to, I guess, fill up big, you know, big containers right <coughs> near the field and let it catch the rain, and then they would let it go into the field when they need it. Problem, oh, so Rebbe Lav says that Rebbe Yochanan that it's exera, that if we make an allowance for rainwater, well, since the cistern is basically filled from the rain, it's more or less going to be lead one to the other, you'll allow the other, and that's, that's where there'll be a tircha. So one is prohibited because of the other. Ravashi says that the, uh, that Meg Shamim is itself coming, going to end up as a, as a, as a cistern water, when, when, you know, the water above ground is finished, then it become, basically is only in the cistern, and then you're gonna have to draw it out. So, um, and that's the story. Anyway, it's a machlokes with Rabbi Zera because Rabbi Zera says um, that uh, Rabbi Bar Yirmiya said in the name of Shmuel, when you have a a stream that draws water from ponds, if you can use that to water on Cholamoid, um, and if you hold like Rabbi Zera. So then, then basically we should, as long as, as, long as it's not a tircha, it shouldn't be a problem. And if you don't know like Rumsera, so then it should uh, be fine. Now, uh, then, I'm sorry, if you don't know like Rumsera, then it would be not allowed because we don't make an exception. We make a decree of, of one of, of because of the other. Now, once we mention Rumsera, so we want to understand Rumsera, we brought down this halacha of the streams that are drawing the water from the ponds. And we said we'll let it use it to water our fields on Chol HaMoed. So Rabbi Yirmiya asked Rabbi Zera, I don't understand. Doesn't it say that you're not allowed to use Meik Shavim and Meik Kilon? So, Rabbi, so he told him, Rabbi Zera told Rabbi Yirmiya, he said, Rabbi Yirmiya, 
These ponds are in Bavel. They're like water that never stops. They're always filled with water. It's not like um, a seasonal body of water. These, wa- these bodies of water are full all year long. Mm-hmm. They never um, dry up. And since they never dry up, therefore we, are, we can be makal. And basically what he's saying is really, it goes by what's a practical reality. The practical reality is, is that, that it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, con- it con- you know, it's continually available. It's never going to be a tircha really. It's not going to lead to having to work hard and therefore it should be fine. Yeah. What's interesting is in Babel, there, were, there was never a lack of water. Absolutely, then the two big rivers. And what is the, uh, like, in Mexico, in my house, we used to have two cisterns beneath the house. Really? Okay. Like a pool. Always full. Always full, because the water used to go away four days, five days. The city would... would Mexico City is the biggest city in the world that's not near body of water. No, they're not near body of water. They used to have one, but they filled it in. No, no, (laughs) no. If you don't have a system of a system too. You're going to be out of water when the water goes away. It's not consistent. That's the point. It's not consistent. That's a. That is very interesting. We don't have that many areas in the Israel, right? Where rain? Oh, rain in Israel is a huge deal. There's the Kinneret, and and that's what most of Israel relies on. You know, if the Kinneret's down, everyone's crying out to Hashem. Yeah. For rain, yeah. uh, we're very. That's that's part of the blessing. We don't we think of it as a as a, as a difficulty, but it's part of the blessing. That was the last masechta, exactly. <laughs> but uh, having that uh, that recognition that we're dependent on God is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, but that's the. It's a good thing. Okay, all right. Um, so the, we talked about pools. And uh, that are filled with water you know, from America. God, I mean, the Egyptians, they depending on the Nile to give them water. Right. So, really, one of the things the Ten Commandments, uh, Ten Plagues have been stopped at Nilos. That is what I mean, they, 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 they did. The blood. Stuff. The blood. The blood. They turned changing into blood. I mean, it's just nothing. It's really mean, the fish died. Back, it's not nothing. All the way back to the first plague, as if they did have that blood. It's the, the blood. Yeah, the, the, the blood. You know, the fish all died. The fish all died. It was bad. Not really stopping it. They're just a temporary stuff. Anyway. Right. Love is much more dramatic. They can get they can get transferred. 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 So then it would be a different story. Then it would be allowed as right. long as most of the field draws its sustenance from that water channel. And Ravashi says, even if not the most of the field, and the reason is, is because after all, it does draw from that water channel and it's anyway coming into the field. If it's not going to happen in one day, it'll happen in a few days. But the point is, eventually it'll be sustaining sufficiently. Okay. So then we can be more lenient. So... Next we saw is that you have a pool of water that's dripping from one field that needs irrigation. <coughs> You're allowed to use that overflow into the next field. Um, 
Um, what, but doesn't that sometimes stop? So the, and the, again, it's really a, a, a question. I thought if it stops, then it's a problem. So Rabbi says, we're talking about where it's still, still dripping, still continually um, overflowing from one field. So then you're allowed to use that overflow to, to fill the next field. Now, um, and that means that the original spring is continual. Okay. Next, we saw Rabbi Shimon Manasya said that there are two furrows. Sometimes you have two furrows, one uh, not on the same elevation, one's a little higher than the other, right next to each other, though. You're not allowed to take the water that's the excess on the lower one and, you, and bucket, use buckets to fill up the higher one. Not only that, but even if it's in the same furrow and, they're on, and it's on a different elevation, it's on a slope, so the part that's lower that has water, you're not allowed to use to water the part that's higher up. Okay? Um, so, um, the... Okay, then we learn that uh, you are allowed to use buckets of, of, of water, fill up with water from a bucket, if it's for vegetables, because I want to eat them on Cholamoid. Okay, you can just put it here, yeah. Um, and if, it's, uh, if, it, if that's if it's a need for Cholamoid, if it's just to make the fruit more beautiful, well, that's not really a Cholamoid need. You're not even planning on eating it. That's not, mm-hmm. not going to be allowed. Now, what happened was, we have a story, Ravina was with Rabba Tosfa, and they were traveling, and they saw a fellow on Cholamoid, and they saw that he was drawing water from, you know, drawing water in a bucket. And uh, Rabba Tosfa says, he's, what's, he, what's he up to? That's not, that's not, that's no good. Um, we should put him in uh, excommunication for that. So uh, the Gemara says, um, the the the. But uh, why should we excommunicate? Who says he's doing something wrong? Maybe he's filling up his buckets for his vegetables so that he can eat it on chalamoid. Why do you have to jump to conclusions? Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, "What do you mean? Uh, that's not what madlin means altogether. You misunderstood the word when it said madlin. You think madlin means that you're filling up a deli, a bucket of water, and uh, that's what's being. That's not what it's even talking about altogether. What it means, madlin, it means to." Um, to un, uh, to 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 pull away to make lighter the uh, the plant by taking let's say this three tomatoes in a row you take the middle ones so the two side ones can grow bigger that's what madlin means as we use the in a mishnah we quoted a mishnah it says hameda bikfanim just like you're allowed to do to your own to make the grapes grow bigger so too you're allowed to do to the poor people that's Ramir, that's Ramir, Ramir says don't touch don't touch what belongs to the poor people. Leave what's theirs to them, and they'll deal with it. Um, so the Gemara says. Um, um, anyway, but it, it, that's the. So then Rav, Ravina told Rabbi Tosfa, but that, uh, the price is very explicit. It says that you can be madlan mayim liyirakos. We're talking about water for sure, uh, once you put in the word Mayim, so he says, oh, okay, well, if there's a price, so that's a different story. I didn't know that. Okay. <coughs> Brings us to... Okay, Bryce, I'm not going to argue on the price. Okay. Those are limitations. All right, next thing was talking about the Ugios Lekfanim, which you're also not allowed to do. What are Ugios? So, review this says they're called Banchi, Banchi, Basically, it's like a small furrow around the the grapevine that you fill with water, and it you know draw you know lets the water slowly seep into the roots. Um, 
Um, and uh, that, that's, uh, we brought a brysa, the same thing. It's at the roots of the olive groves and also at the grapevines. So the Gemara says, how can you say that it's not allowed? Rabbi Yehuda permitted the people of Bartzisai to, uh, to do these bankis for the vineyards. So the Gemara answers, there's, a, there's two kinds of bankis. There's the new ones and the old ones. If there is already one existing, so then they just needed to fix it up. That's a different story. That's allowed. If there's a brand new plant, so I'm making it from the outset, it's already too much of a tircha. It's already bigger bother, so that's why it's not going to be allowed. Which took us to the next thing, which was Rebbe Loz ben Azariah says that you're not allowed to make a, an ama, okay? Meaning make a water channel. You're not allowed to build one. Now, according to An Cholamoid, I understand what the issue is because that's a tircha, it's a huge job, okay, to build a water channel, even if there's a need, but you're not allowed to be busy with so much. But the question is, what's wrong with making such a thing on Shemitah year? It's not like you're not allowed to work for an entire year, you're not allowed to work the land, but this is just making a water channel, what's the problem? So the so it's a machlokas, Reb Zera and Reb Abba one opinion is, is because we don't know why you're shoveling, it looks like you're shoveling to work the land. So that's one reason. The other reason is, is because although what you're doing is making a water channel, but you put the dirt on the side, it makes the sides suitable for planting, and that's the problem. Okay, so two, two reasons why um, making your water channel on Shemitah is problematic. Now, so the Gemara says, what's the practical difference between these two reasons? So the Gemara says, um, what if you're watering, I mean, what if the water is right behind you as you shovel it? So then it's very clear what you're doing. Nobody's thinking that you're shoveling for planting because you can see the water following you as you shovel the line. You know, it's, it's, you're making clearly a water channel. So the Gemara says, even if that's true, but isn't, that, isn't the other reason still applicable according to this opinion? So in other words, you're right. It's not going to look like you're shoveling to plant something. But, um, but it does look like you're... Um, but you will make this, the area on the sides suitable for planting, and shouldn't that be still an issue according to both opinions? So the Gemara says, you know what the practical difference is? The other way around, that I'm taking the dirt that I'm digging, and I'm not leaving it on the sides, I'm taking it with me. So I'm shadi uh, levroi, I'm making, I'm collecting all the dirt that I'm digging. So clearly, I'm not trying to, I'm not improving the sides for planting, because I'm not putting the soft, fresh dirt on the sides of, of what I'm digging. So Therefore, there's only a concern that it's near a there. So the Gemara says, and uh, why isn't there? Uh, why isn't that a, a concern? The answer: Why it's not a concern? Even if I'm shoveling for planting, I never would take the dirt with me. Okay, so that's why it doesn't look like it's problematic. Because after all, typically when I'm shoveling, I'm going to want to keep the dirt nearby. Because after I finish digging, I'm going to want to put the excess dirt back into whatever it is I'm planting. Okay, so the Gemara then uh, went into this, Amemar um, was uh, going with the concern of shoveling and saying that, look, we don't know what you're doing, maybe you're working the land. So he asked a contradiction between Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah on himself. Why? Because how can Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah say that if it looks like it's shoveling, it's prohibited? We talked about what do you do with your fertilizer on the Shemitah year, and you can store it. Um, as long as you have some sort of storage place that it doesn't look like you're working the land. 
So it, according to a mayor, you have to have it uh, a, a dug in area, at least three tvachim deep, and then you go or elevated area, three tvachim high. And um, if there's some already there, then you can add onto the pile. Um, and Rabbi Lazbin Azari says, you're right, uh, same thing, that you have to dig it at least three tvachim deep, or elevated three tvachim, or put it on a rock. And Rabbi Zera, so that's the kasha. How, it sounds like that you're allowed to dig. Why wouldn't he say, wait a second, when you're digging to make an a storage area for your, mm-hmm. for, your, for your fertilizer, isn't that itself going to be prohibited because it look, we don't know why you're digging? So we saw one of two, and we saw two answers. One answer is, it was Rabzeira and Ravabba Barmamul. One answer is, is that it was already dug, so you're not digging fresh. The other opinion is, is that if you have all this fertilizer here, it's very clear that the manure what it's, is what you're doing this for, and, and there's no, uh, nobody questions what your, what your intent is over here. Okay, which took us to what you are allowed to do on Cholomoid. What is it that you're allowed to do on Cholomoid? Uh, you're allowed to repair what's broken. Okay, so what does that mean? So, meaning if, let's say, you have already an existing water channel that was, that, uh, wa, that wa, was supposed to be six tvachim deep, and that's the normal size, it's, an, it's what's called an ama, because six tvachim is an ama. That's the, that's called emas hamayim. The water channel is that, is that normally that depth. And uh, even if it, you have to dig out five of the tvachim, because it's only one tvach still there, um, that would be permissible. Now, what if you're maintaining the same ratio? So uh, there. So uh, basically, I'm making. So it's a, a five. Uh, so one going from one and adding an additional five. So if it's a half, and I add and I dig it all the way down to three, um, which is also the same ratio of depth. Um, that that would surely not be allowed. And the reason why is because that's really not sufficient. It's not even functional. So what you're accomplishing is very is not helping you at all. A water channel that's not a full tevach deep is not really use, use, again, the, useful. But again, the coming. You're making the sloping it down. So you're on the high side, the only point. At that point, you need maybe only three tvachim. But when you're on the low side, it has to be six tvachim. So the water will flow downhill. But if it's all six tvachim deep, it will not flow that direction. You're not, you're not, uh, uh, the, 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 there is a natural slope that we're following. What we're talking about, well, we're not, there's no natural we're slope, it's flat. It's a flat country, just like we have in Houston over here. So you have to go from high Where's to low. Where's a flat country? Israel's a flat country? It, it, Iraq sure is a flat Israel. country. Israel, Israel. Well, it's a... Uh, Okay, it's it depends where you are. It depends where you are. Anyway, the point being that we're not. We're, we're, it depends where you are, but we're not worried about the slope. We're talking about from the surface of the land. You, we're saying there still needs to be a certain depth dug out. Irrelevant, even if it's. But if the water is flowing. Why should I make it any deeper? You don't need to make it any deeper. It's not going to flow where I want it to flow. It's not going to flow where I want it to flow. That's the point. <laughs> Unless it's a certain depth, it's not, it's not functional. That's what we're saying. Okay, lighter. It, need, it lighter. needs to be deep lighter. enough not, that there's a significant the amount of water. Okay. Do you understand the point? There's a, you, you need a certain amount of water. That's my business. That's your business. I know it's your business. Okay. <laughs> but it needs a certain... Well, all, the Gemara is saying, okay, this engineer over here, the Gemara is saying that unless it's a certain depth, it's not functional. If it's, it's not useful unless it's going to be deep enough to carry a sufficient amount of water. 
Now, the next time I'll dig a very shallow ditch, a silicon charge for the full amount. Okay, well, then, okay, anyway, so, the, so, so for a half a tefach to go to three tefachim, that's not allowed because it's not going to be sufficient. Right. For two tefach to make it into 12 tefach, that's also not allowed because it's a huge tircha. 12 tefach deep that's ditch, right. that's a very big job. What about two to seven? That was the Gemara's Shaila, and the Gemara says, on the one hand, it, from one to, si- one to six is very, is, uh, is digging five, so two to seven is also digging five, so maybe it's the same tircha. On the other hand, that's one thing. On the other hand, the, once it's six, it's already useful. You don't really need it deeper than six. Okay. And that's the idea. This is clearly what it's saying. Uh, ama is an ama for a reason. Now, um, so why am I, so by doing that extra job of digging an extra uh, an extra uh, tefach deeper, that's the question whether that's o- overexertion or not, and that is the takeo. We remain with the question on that, and then we ended off with the opinions mm-hmm. of Abaye. He allowed the people of Barhamdach to um, to remove the branches that are blocking the river's flow, mm-hmm. and Rabbi Yirmi allowed the people of uh, to to. If there was, there was a river that was stopped up, that you know that was dammed, and he had to un- clear it out to allow it to flow better, and Rav Ashi allowed the people of Machsaya, Masa Machsaya, to um, there was like sediment in the middle of the river to like uh, to remove the blockage in the center of the river. All of these were permitted to be done on Cholamoid, and the reason why is because since that's the water source for people drinking water, it's Kerabim Damu, and that's already. Osin Kotzarchirabim, public works is allowed to be functioning on Cholamoy because it's the need of the public. And that's the important principle. And that's the end of the review.